he's not done anything. It's still fucking blowing my mind how much I think about Cody Rhodes on a daily basis. So, so here's the here's the great thing. Here's the great thing. Now that Tony Khan's bought, bought Ring of Honor, guess who the next world champion for Ring of Honor is? <laughs> Adrenaline in, in my, my soul. soul. This is my playground, Cody Rhodes. Oh my god, he did. He bought it as a playground for Cody to go play in. No, no, no. I don't want to watch that. I do. Cody's playground where everyone's making meta jokes about wrestling the whole time and no storyline has any coherency. Give it to me now. In Cody's playground. So welcome to Fight Boys, a show about professional and not-so-professional wrestling. And I'd also like to die at 73 while fist-fighting Pat McAfee, Scotty Moore! Uh, I decided to jump off the uh, stage at WrestleMania 36 myself just to make sure it was safe, like dinner. <laughs> I've uh, I've also uh, drank in a bar and taken tag team finishers from the entire uh, <laughs> 90s era WWE tag roster, the Dylan. I know we can't talk about WWE, but holy shit, right? <laughs> There's a reason. There's a reason. Think about how much less anger there is in your life these days. I don't, it's because now I just get to see it from afar, and I just have to pretend that I'm sure there's a reason why this is making sense. I just don't no. pay attention to it. It's like, no, it's garbage. No, there's, there's not. There's not any reason mm-hmm. at all. It's like when I, it's like when I go for a walk and I'm walking past like the baseball field at UAB and I'm watching, there's a game going on. I'm like, oh, what are they doing over there? <laughs> we doing any good? Yeah. So it's revolution week. And uh, big news on our front, I'm now going to Revolution because I was real sad last weekend and said, I deserve a gift, and I bought myself a trip to Revolution. How did your wife feel about this? I went straight up to ask, because also I was sick for a majority of it, and also I've been sick all year, and I was like, I... Baby, would it be okay if I just flew to Orlando Saturday, came back Monday morning, she went... Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, you don't deserve that woman. <laughs> no one else would put up with this. It's because, Dylan, I've learned to control my narrative, okay? <laughs> God damn it. And here, oh, fuck, why is it something new would control your narrative? It's like every day now. Just weird shit. Someone earlier. Did you think this show was going to suck? Well, we've got Flip Gordon, so now you know 100%. <laughs> We have an exclusive deal with the Pro Wrestling Channel on Pluto. That's right. We have an exclusive deal with a channel that doesn't exist. Uh, It's like fucking, even on Reddit, somebody made this long-winded, weird-ass post about it's like, listen here, I work at an investment company, and I know for a fact that Control Your Narrative is being invested in by these major right-wing assholes. And as it went on, more and more people were like, 
this is just ridiculous and wrong. Yeah. This is a lie, isn't it? This is <laughs> just like, a this lie. Is, this is a great troll. That's one of the great troll threads of this yeah, year. EC3 did a, uh, he did an interview and he was like, yeah, all that's fucking a, a lie? I get my money by sending people to the rant room. <laughs> also, I am not so subtly racist. Yeah, didn't he drop like an 88% reference or something like that? Yep. Yeah, it was not <laughs> good. Oh. 88% off at mypillow.com? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Uh, You're making me go watch this, man. <laughs> You're making me drive you to go watch this. Okay, that brings me someone on Twitter. I better not be sober. I better... you. We're stopping somewhere. I am not being sober for I'm giving you a reward though, because you get to meet Max Caster and see him rap afterwards. So you get to sit through a bunch of racist I'm bullshit. I'm gonna ask him for a hug. He's like, "Hey, listen, I just had to sit through control your narrative. Can I? Can I have a hug? I know this is weird. Can I? Can I have a hug? I need <laughs> I'm, it. I've been vaccinated. I'm, a- I'm good. Just I need a hug. I just I just need a hug right uh, now. But uh, some. I really hope he allows pictures because I'm totally going to do the scissoring thing with him. It's never going to make it to social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally keeping that. Uh, But someone on Twitter was like, hey, guys, you're playing into their hands by talking about control your narrative every day. Just shut up and it'll go away quietly. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to laugh at them right now. We don't want it to go away quietly. We want it to burn spectacularly and laugh at them the whole time because they deserve it because they're stupid yep it's like i want to see how big of a fire it can be (laughs) yeah i'll add more gas to this dumpster fire it's fine we can kick this dumpster off a fucking cliff yeah this is uh honestly they already put the cliff on an incline they're doing half the work for us this is the thoughts that went through my head as i was buying tickets was do i want to give them money and then I realized, wait a minute, I'm giving them money so I can laugh at them and then use them for content on my podcast. Yeah, I'll pay for that. Let's go. It's an investment. It's an investment in our future, Dylan, is to control our narrative. Man, I worry about your kid's education. Which, uh, I, there are matches surprisingly announced. Uh, this was supposed to be my heel of the week, but I'll I'll discuss the other person. Uh, we're gonna get to see the former Killian Dane Demo versus Jamie Stanley, which is a name. Austin Aries, oh, there he is, versus Josh the Goods Woods, which ignoring austin aries could be a good match and then the righteous no no no. if you told me that that match was happening and you didn't mention control your narrative i'd be like that has the potential to be a pretty good match yeah Uh, and then you told me where it was (laughs) and then i became like so so much less excited yeah Uh, and then in the main event titan and ec3 versus the righteous of bateman and dutch whoever they are and that's control your narrative bateman oh uh was that tyler bateman i think so the, yeah mustache yeah, boy he used to he used to tag with uh fuck i can't remember the dude's name brody king back in pwg oh that's right they did i forgot they teamed together uh in other news as well fuck sean michaels 
which is <sighs> what he do. It's why would he do this? this is, it's one of those things. The same thing with like Flair last year of people being like, "Yeah, he's a sexual predator," and we all went, "No, what? How? No, how?" Can't believe it. That's how I feel with the Sean situation because Dax Hardwood kind of revealed that he is a dick and I had to have the reaction of, what, Sean? No, surely not, Sean. Uh, I mean, it's because so many, it's because all of like undisputed air were like, yeah, he was just right there really supporting us and like all this stuff. And like, I'd have to know the context of how he was a dick to tell you how much of a dick he was. Yeah, I get what you mean. I think, yeah. Uh, well, the story uh, is Dax was discussing going through like a really dark, depressing period and talking to Sean about it. Uh, Sean said, hey, I was the same way. I was in a very dark spot. My my wife, she's beautiful. She pulled me out. Uh, you and your partner are too talented to be doing what you're doing. Uh, Sean really puts over the revival, now FTR. And he said, oh, Sean, thank you so much. Had a bonding moment. And then got in front of his friends. So the whole clique gets together. And as soon as we got in front of his friends, he started making fun of me, making fun of my situation, what happened with my bicep. I was like, man, I was pouring my heart out to you. And as soon as we get in front of your fr friends, because we're going over that they're going to beat the shit out of us, you decide to take all that stuff and make fun of me about it. So, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a dick move. That was a dick that move. Di that was a dick big move. Big dick move, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a big that dick is... move. Okay. Yeah. All right. The uh, only compliment... The longer, the longer time goes on, the, the more that I really feel that somehow... Kevin Nash is the best member of the clique. Well, actually, uh, he Harwood did go on to say that at the end of the night, only one person, after they did the job, th thunk thunked them, and that was, of course, uh, Sean Waltman, X-Pac. Everyone else was very cold to us, treated us like we were the shit on the bottom of their shoes, except for Sean Waltman. Uh, petition, uh, I think all of Twitter is petitioning to change the name of X-Pac Heat at this point, because he is apparently the greatest human being. I've always, anytime I hear about John Waldman, I, it's always like in a positive light. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I've heard any negative stories about him that have made it around. Yeah, not really. I mean, the, the only, like the worst story that went in the news about him was not something that he did that was bad, but something bad that happened to him when he tore his asshole open. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah outside of that he is great uh he's not great however at picking tag team partners because at gcw segway motherfucker he teamed up with joey janela to take on uh zach Ryder and uh matt cardona nope fuck matt cardona <laughs> matt cardona and the ginger and uh at the end of the match they win victoriously they all look happy, and then Joey Janela just kicks X-Pac in the dick as hard as he can, and the whole crowd got really mad at him really fast. Oh, and I don't know if... Now it's called Janela Heat. <laughs> it's called Janela. Someone uh, petitioned to change X-Pac Heat to a Good Brothers Heat, and I appreciated that one a lot. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that's not the full story because then I guess GCW fans at this point are wanting to be ECW crowds because they're now like replicating spots of like throwing all the chairs in the ring and doing that. Well, they started throwing 
immense amounts of garbage in the ring at Janela. I believe a full beer can cracked Janela. He looks at the crowd like a werewolf come alive and he attacks. <laughs> and Janela just what? launches into the crowd and starts punching <laughs> motherfuckers. I mean, fuck, I would, I would too if that happened to me. I I would not give a shit about anybody, like, yeah, that is one of my least favorite things a crowd has ever done and will ever do, is throw shit into the ring. I don't mind it if it's garbage, but they're throwing, like, perfectly good beers in the ring that could be util, or, or chairs for people to sit in. They are throwing things that could legitimately hurt the performers. That's not okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, speaking of Good Brothers Heat, they've got even more heat with me now. Oh, is that two segues in a row? Mm, you're right, it is. Baked fresh in the oven for your ass. Back in the saddle. Because the Good Brothers can go <laughs> to hell because Jay White and uh, the GB turned on my boy Tama in the G.O.D. at the latest Impact pay-per-view, whose name I honestly don't know. It sucks because it was a perfectly logical turn, because everyone was, of course, being like, well, Tama doesn't trust Jay. Ta- Jay knows what happened to the last leader who kind of got in that situation, so Jay struck before they could, and I was like, that makes so much sense, but damn it, I don't <laughs> want them to leave Bullet Club. I do. Them and House of Torture. If everybody but Jay White and like Chris Bay and El Fantasma. Yeah, but now we gotta we had to trade though. I I wouldn't have traded God for Good Brothers. That is a, that's a step down. Here's here's the thing. I wouldn't have traded them for like like Elite Light Good Brothers. However, Bullet Club Good Brothers with Jay there are terrible. Their promos less crazy because Jay White isn't like the elite. They aren't they aren't like, you know, overblown, like, you know, crazy people. Jay White is like ruthless. And so they're they're things you can even see they're just like they're restraining themselves because they know they can't get away with it as much. You're getting some you're getting some more like classic bullet club. Yeah. Uh Carl Anderson. You're getting less bullshitty you're getting less sex ferguson yeah big lg you know it's they're reining it in all right oh they just let them do whatever the fuck they want in aw that was your first mistake you can't let those guys <laughs> not have direction like very strict direction there is a reason luke gallows has only been good in stables there, i've never seen luke gallows purely on his own work very well you gotta have eight dudes around that dude to tell him to stop at once i've rarely ever seen luke gallows on his own now that i think about it i've never seen luke gallows on his own now that i think about yeah. it i think you're right actually Straight edge society aces and eights bullet club and then he's ridden that ever since bullet club the club uh the Back. ogs was that no B- bcog wasn't that something uh no it was the og yeah no the oc that's what it was Oh, the original club. Yeah, the original. Right. Oh, fucking stupid oh. shit. Meanwhile, on the AEW front, we could finally crack open that can. Jeff Hardy on a YouTube channel that has less than like 500 subscribers 
just broke the news that he was going to AEW, which to Jeff, I got to say, my brother, if you wanted to break some news on a channel with less than 500 subscribers, hit me up next time. It's like fucking, uh, I could just see Tony Khan, like, getting ready for his big announcement, acquiring ROH, and it's Wait, like, I'm gonna do what? this, and then maybe... Wait, what, what happened? Uh, oh, shit, you didn't hear? No, what? <laughs> Motherfucker, you told us. No, I was saying that, because, like, Blake buried the lead so quickly, I was, like, building up to that as the big final news story. <laughs> Him doing that's way more in line with this show. I don't know what's yes. Like, that is... Isn't that my... Isn't that my purpose on the show? Uh, you're, gonna go, you're trying to get us away from our roots. That's how you forget yourself. I see how it is. You buy your knockoff silk shirts with your fucking flowers on them. You grow out your mutton chops. All of a sudden, you think you're... You think you're... you're you uh, think you're somebody? Your current Nick, Nick Jackson, and you can just merch freak your way through life. Well, Dylan, that's your uh, 30 seconds in the rant room. Thank you. It's $100 per 30 more seconds. I genuinely just want to sit down in that rant room, look at EC3, and just be like, so the book Fight Club that you're inspired by, you know it's not like about this, right? You know this isn't what the plot of Fight Club is, right? You know that Tyler Durden's the bad guy, right? And that anarchism for the sake of anarchism accomplishes nothing for no one you understand that like the reason fight clubs work fight club works is because there's the main guy that the audience relates to and gets to react to everything and you have no main guy at which point there's no straight man for this fucking shit show at which point he would probably just be like that's just what the audience's job is fuck you <laughs> Don't put that on me. I'm high. <laughs> I'm very high right now. You see, three. I'll make some sense out of this shit. Don't. I don't. Don't put me in a position where I can make sense out of something. God, God damn it. I, I tried to watch the first control your narrative, dude, and I got like seven minutes in, and I had to tap. I was like, it's over. I can't watch this anymore, and I can I handle my trash. I can't wait until we're there. Because I hope that everyone's really quiet. So when I start doing my own commentary... You mean we start doing our own commentary? I have never tried to get kicked out of a show before. <laughs> I was just about but to say, I, I cannot wait. if I can get kicked out of control your narrative, I'll hold on to that as a badge of honor for the rest of my life. I cannot wait for the headline... Asshole podcast hosts get kicked out of control your narrative. <laughs> I will be simultaneously glad and disappointed that I am not there to see it live. I, my thing is, I don't think we're the only person with this plan, so I do think there will be multiple podcasters I, getting I wonder, kicked out. I wonder if they've, they've considered what happens if the crowd hijacks the show and just starts shitting on them. You mean like we will? Because it's gonna happen? Right, right, right. But have they considered it? No, they're gonna take footage of us shitting on their show and then, uh, like, intersperse footage from inside the rant room of, like, close-ups of people, and then they're gonna put that in their next shitty community theater production they call Pro Wrestling <laughs> as, like, uh, this is what the fans think of you. Control your narrative, son, moment. What are we gonna do on, like, the 1% chance that it's actually not 
awful. I might cry. <laughs> I might cry. I'll just be. I'll just. Uh, I thought I knew what wrestling was, but then this all right man came to me and he gave me a whole new vision on life. <laughs> so, like, when somebody comes out kind of dressed like a Nazi, as I'm like fifty percent sure will happen. Can we just? Can we just up and leave then, or like, do we still have to stick around? Like, how no, much you is gotta the money check you paid? Off four other spaces on the bingo card before you can escape at that point. All right, but you have to actually print that bingo card before we go. And I will be looking at it. Control your narrative bingo. Space number one. The word snowflake is utilized. (laughs) Yep. The middle free space. If the word narrative is said. (laughs) Patreon.com slash the load of BS is a website where you can give us money for doing this for you. Because this, we don't want to be here, folks. We don't enjoy talking about wrestling with each other. Not at all. We do it for your enjoyment and your money. Patreon.com slash a load of BS. So who are we? I mean, who are we? Blake and I have been doing this for free for... Ever. <laughs> tweet at tweet at Sinclair and just go, ha 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 All right. While I do that, uh, would you like to get into your heels of the week? <laughs> So I, as the only person here that watches the AW YouTube content, I uh, have grown to resent the AEW Universal crowd, not just because I've never gotten to be a part of it because those tickets go on sale randomly and disappear just as randomly. Uh, I've grown to, uh, to hate it because it is a small room full of smarks. And half of the time, it is hard to watch and listen to as these people just suck it's like the evil version of a full sale crowd it really is it really there's not enough people that's the problem due to covid there aren't enough people there there should be at least 50 percent more people yeah you need an impact taping amount of people let's be honest here Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, you need an like, impact. That's... It's not impact level. No. Oh no, <laughs> that's bad. Look at it. Look at it. The next time, just like turn it on and like look at the crowd during a match and see how many people are there and just be like, holy cow! It looks like an imp- It looks like the uh like the third episode of an impact taping crowd. You know. Oh yeah. After after all of the after all of the uh, Brazilian tourists leave because they realize that it's pro wrestling and not I don't know what the fuck they thought it was. And, like, whole sections of the stands clear out. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, on to mine. My heel of the week is Austin Aries. And if you want to know why, Google Austin Aries. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're done. Oh, yeah, you mean the man who tweeted about how he basically admitted to sexual assault recently? Yeah. Oh, good. Man, I I missed that one, even. (laughs) No, that was today. That one was, like, today. That was why I missed it. Uh, yeah, so fuck Austin Aries for being very openly like, I, it wasn't abuse. If, if they said it was okay, it's not, I'm like, no, there's a whole lot more nuance to it, but I know you don't understand that, you Eminem head looking fuck. You are the non sexy Eminem. You are the non sexy Eminem, you round ass head. Uh, secondary heel <laughs> of the week uh, goes to this quote from Goldberg where he said, 
I don't want to take a spot that's not mine. Go fuck yourself, you old scary man. <laughs> Listen, after after WCW, I take it back. So after after the first like half of his run in WW, WWE, I should have never had to see Goldberg ever again. <laughs> I don't think I mind the Brock run. I think I didn't mind that. No, 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 no. I, I appreciate Brock Lesnar. I can, I'm fairly certain Brock Lesnar is a decent human being. I don't know if I can say that for Goldberg. Goldberg threat, threatened, all but threatened to, like, murder Gilberg. Oh, that's because right. Because of a parody gimmick. And he also would not do a money match with Chris Jericho because Jericho was beneath him. Yeah, so uh, Bill Goldberg is a douche. Yep. And Brock Lesnar uh, at least is, like, partially Canadian now. And you can't be a full douche if you're partial Canadian. That's just facts. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, fuck Austin Aries. Unless you're Chris Jericho, but he's basically Florida trash now, so. Oh, it, it infected him deep. It's like uh, the fucking brackish waters of trashy Florida Canadian lifestyle. Oh, God, what a combo that is. Yeah, fuck Austin Aries, fuck Goldberg, and also fuck... Fuck Glenn Jacobs, his big, dumb, big red machine ass motherfucker. Mayor of Knox County, mayor of fucking shit. We the reason that the people in the seats, you less popular than Glenn Jacobs tweets. Jacobs tweets. Uh, so if you haven't been paying attention, Glenn Jacobs uh, tweeted support of a, uh, a massive asshole who thinks that uh, protecting his borders means invading a, a sovereign country and killing thousands of civilians with missile strikes and basically uh, not following the rules of war set forth by the Geneva Convention. He's like, he's just making a good strategic move. My name is Glenn <laughs> Jacobs, mayor of Knox County, nowhere fuck-ass Tennessee. <laughs> I support this man's ideas because to me... The, the mass casualties of thousands of Ukrainian civilians fighting for their lives in their land is just all fine as long as it's for strategic benefit and glory to the USSR. This is my new canon voice for Glenn Jacobs in my head, but he keeps his normal voice when he's wearing the cane mask. Yes. My, uh, um, my... Uh, secondary babyface to Hangman Page, whose response to that tweet was two, uh, two like nonprofit tweets and a video of the ten, ten biggest shots to the head that Kane <laughs> took. Yes, that third one was the burn. That third one was worse than the burn when the Undertaker burned down Kane's house. That's how bad that burn was. That's my champion. That's my fucking champion. <laughs> yep. Another great response uh, with Sean Waltman, uh, since we've been talking about X-Pox, uh, X-Pox er, he posted uh, that time that he shot Kane in the chest with a firework. <laughs> That's all he posted. Very good. Look, Xbox is the uh, only man who got to come out to an Uncle Cracker song, and I think we he deserves more respect. 
got to <laughs> like it was <laughs> like it was an honor there was a uh untelevised and unwritten about battle royal where 30 men went to duel over the right to come out to an uncle cracker song of their own choosing and they all fought really valiantly but x-pac overcame them all to earn the right to come out to an Uncle Cracker song. Because the 29 other people threw themselves over the top rope. <laughs> they, they entered the <laughs> ring and sprinted out. <laughs> our, okay, so we're good? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Alright, let's get into our baby faces of the week. Dylan, would you like to begin? The acclaimed? It's always the acclaimed. Everyone loves <laughs> the acclaimed. Is this your bit for 2022 is that you will not not choose the acclaimed every single week? I mean, like, the rest of wrestling is pretty good, but, like, the, uh, seriously, the only thing that gets me, like, super pumped anymore is if somebody posts that uh, the acclaimed had a match and rap. That's it. <laughs> it's the only yep. thing where I was just like, fuck yeah, today's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Danielson in violent match after match. CM Punk and MJF in a rivalry for the lifetime. What's bringing the Dylan to wrestling? Max fucking caster. Yeah, my, listen, my favorite wrestler is in rehab. <laughs> So you have went down to Max Caster and bequeathed the uh, temporary favorite wrestler uh, banner over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Debray was always was always uh, fucking Blake's. Uh, I like. I, I like MJF. Kind of felt spurned by CM Punk for taking seven years mm -hmm. off. So like him coming back, I think I've rooted for the person he has fought against in almost every rivalry he's had. Yeah, I think you have. I think you've been very against him. Yeah, yeah, ever since that Eddie, ever since that Eddie promo, oh, so I'm just good. like, you know what? Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> let's see here, what else? Mox? Eh. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I need, I need... I have I have the craziness of the Young Bucks, and even that got toned down because fucking Undisputed Era, like, I'm sorry, Elite Era showed up, and like now I gotta deal with them not not like going like caca at me on TV, <laughs> which is which is sad. Um, so yeah, this this whole thing has been a bit of a downturn, really. I I lost all the craziness. If it wasn't for... I'm sorry, I also have the best friends. That shit's getting ridiculous. They just keep adding more people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Danhausen might be in it, tangentially. I really want him to join, because then that means that Danhausen is in chaos, <laughs> and that's the best thing. That means at some point, Okada and Danhausen could tag. <laughs> that's a possibility. It'll never happen, but that means that, that it exists as a legitimate legitimate option yeah. low percentage but if you hit that jackpot full jackpot so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> you're saying there's a chance yeah that's so you brought up my baby face of the week a few times in there and it's a man who i don't think i ever thought i should give this award to due to what he commits himself to be on a weekly basis. But baby face of the fucking week goes to Maxwell Jacob Friedman, I think my favorite wrestler right now. Uh, because ever since Punk came back, there has been one promo I have been waiting to hear. 
And of course, it was one addressing the absence, but I never wanted it to be something like how the internet said it. I always wanted it to be something personal about I believed in you and what you represented to me. And then when you left, that was gone and it tore me apart. Uh, I want like especially for like personal reasons and shit like that. But that is a promo I've been waiting to hear. And then last week on Dynamite, Max comes out to the center of the ring. Very shook from last week's promo where Punk uh, Punk challenges him to a dog collar match. And he just proceeds to cut one of the most enthralling, engaging eight minutes of not just wrestling, but media in fucking general, tearing down CM Punk and showing him that he could be the bad guy in all of this, showing him that he, no matter how much he wants to pretend he can come back, and play to the crowd and everything be okay it's not okay there are still scars healing there are still wounds that have been opened and this was a growing moment for both men because a for mjf massive turning point in his career of getting to show that range and then for punk it is a change into a more uh, more introspective who am i am i supposed to be the good guy what will i let my past define me that kind of character it's super fucking engaging and then of course it continued on tonight where punk came out to the ring and kind of had this interesting almost debate with himself in the ring about what uh what defines a bad guy what am i a good guy am i a bad guy and even if i am does that matter when stacked up against what mjf is done and does that matter if i caused that like it was it was such bizarre wrestling because for wrestling it's usually all about the outward about the hey fuck you buddy about all i hate you instead this was very much internal of do my actions define me like it was interesting like genuine questions people asked of themselves and then you had this amazing moment where he invites mjf out basically saying i'm gonna try to fix things by shaking your hand but of course you can't really fix a hurt that big just by shaking someone's hand and then there was a moment near the end where punk said this is not about me it's not about you it's about the 10 year old sitting at home watching you who's who is your biggest fan and when max then proceeds to kick punk in the dick and beat the shit out of him both of them wearing white so all of the blood was just showing vibrantly because this was a well-designed segment over and over uh finally max grabs the microphone looks punk in his eyes and cut the exact same promo punk cut after winning the ring of honor title right before leaving for wwe you stupid old man i am a snake the biggest trick that ever the devil ever pulled was convincing you people that he didn't exist using punk's own words against him this fucking segment was so good and the thing that i love about going back to that um uh, the, the the sentence about this is about the 10 year old fan watching you if i was max in that moment i know what he was thinking i'm not gonna let that 10 year old see me kowtow to someone who hurt me i'm going to show that 10 year old that i have fight left in me 
And he showed it. And this is such a fucking good rivalry. I'm happy I have the foresight to be able to know that I am currently watching my favorite rivalry ever in the history of professional wrestling. But holy shit, it has been a good fucking ride, y'all. And that's my baby face of the week. All and, right, uh, we're out of time. Scotty, I'm, so, yeah, I'm gonna have uh, to, what'd you learn this week, Blake? <laughs> I'm going to have to book you extra for usage of the rant room for positive reasons, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, uh, I was gonna say I'm gonna have to look back here. I think you went on for a solid, yeah, yeah, no, solid, solid six minutes on your own there. Oh, yes. Hey, nice. That's a good that one. That was a, a super short say. episode of high class wrestling, all in six minutes. This, um, that this feud has just been absolutely phenomenal. So I, I understand where you're coming from, but onto my baby face because it is. We live in a world of possibilities now because. Cesaro is a free agent. I'm sorry, Claudio Castagnoli is a free agent. <laughs> is back. Um, and, and, he's, and he's going uh, to New Japan. He's hopefully. too much of a bitch to come to AEW. Yeah. There are some people who I wasn't sure would ever leave the Fed. And Cesaro, Claudio was one of them because. I felt like he was one of those people who had it safe, had it uh, like a uh, a good position, but he never really got where everybody wanted him to be, even backstage, even the people like that he worked with who said universally, he is an amazing person. He is also one of the most talented and athletic people I've ever seen step into a wrestling ring. He can do feats that I have legitimately thought were impossible by human standards, and he does them and makes them look easy. He is a legitimate Superman in and out of the ring. And because he messed up how many ropes there were one time, he never got pushed. That, I remember that promo. That was hard <laughs> yeah. to watch. I do, too. It was very hard to watch. But that was a rough so, one. But- so here's the, here's the great thing. And uh, this, is, this, is a weird, this is a weird, like, two-day timeline. Because for once in my life, I agree with Eric Bischoff on something. And that hurt me to say. Uh-huh. You can't see it. I'm bleeding from the chest right now. Um, because he talked about how Claudio should not go to, uh, to AEW right away. Because then he'll just be one of the 18 other people that have very recently been signed. He should instead go on a world tour. Do New Japan. Do, like, Rev Pro. Just go out there and pull a, pull a Drew Galloway. Just yep. fucking go out there and uh, and just raise your stock start, prices, kid. Yeah, start kicking ass and then come in and be like, "All right, give me the gold." Uh, and I'm hoping for that mainly because I want to. I want. I want him to just show up in two months as the as one of the two surprise announcements for the G1. I want it to be him and and Bridey. I want oh, those yeah. to be the two people. That's oh, 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 my mind just put together that Brian Danielson and Cesaro can happen. And even though that happened numerous times in WWE, I still approached it like I had never seen it before because I technically wouldn't have. But Claudio Castagnoli versus Brian, uh, yeah, Brian, yeah, Brian Danielson. Danielson. Yeah. Has not happened in decades oh, and a half. By the way, we um, didn't bring this oh. up, but after Tony pimped out and just said, hey, I bought ROH, he then proceeds oh, to yeah. say, 
and now, well, he fumbled it a bit because Tony is not a good speaker, but he said, He's um, the most awkward man. And I feel his energy, his energy resonates with me <laughs> on such a special level after seeing that promo but to translate it into normal people speak in honor of my purchase of uh, ring of honor. We are now going to have a celebration of that very first night, that very first ring of honor show, which was main evented by three men. One of them is a man who will be facing John Moxley at Revolution, Brian Danielson. The other is a man who works for us backstage and has been a multiple-time champion across the world, Christopher Daniels. And he didn't mention Loki, and I'm assuming it's because he didn't want to have to deal with working with Loki. And then announces, so to start the show, because I'm Tony fucking Khan. Christopher Daniels versus Brian Danielson. Here you go, folks. Man's a psycho. Uh, but back to back to Cesaro. I had some. I've like had weird encounters where I'm in finding old media where they talk about Cesaro in it. Uh, on the way home today, I was listening to an old old oral sessions episode with someone who I do think is a WWE lifer, The Miz, where they start talking about Cesaro, and it is literally nothing but them saying he's gonna be in the main event. He has to be a champion. The fans will get him there. It's okay. It'll happen. And I'm just watching, listening to this, and glaring at the road. As I drive home, knowing the future. <laughs> and then uh, I was trying to find oh. the clip where McMahon talks about loving to throw motherfuckers in pools earlier. And instead, what I found was when he was talking about Cesaro, and uh, I think Austin was like, Yeah, the kid was doing good. Then you put him with Heyman. That kind of fucked things up. How are you going to fix this? And uh, Vince was like, I don't know. Uh, he deserves the he world. He doesn't have it. Maybe he'll get it get there but he doesn't have it quite yet i have to push him in the pool and i was like yeah yeah because yeah. for years the undertaker was renowned for his promo yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh yeah he was never yeah he never had a manager or anything he always had some great promos didn't he didn't the yeah. undertaker <laughs> punk casually mentioning throwing bears ashes on taker tonight <laughs> was very very good you think what you've done <laughs> yes. is bad, motherfucker? I poured a dead guy on another dead guy. Do you know the first I also time drove I saw Jeff Hardy out of the company <laughs> by making fun of his alcoholism? Uh, well, the first time I saw going back to Cesaro, him live, like it was my first live wrestling show that I ever went to. It was a Raw after WrestleMania 30. It was in Birmingham, and it was like it was after Warrior died, so it was the Warrior tribute show or whatever. And um, motherfucker was in a match against Rob Van Dam. He comes out first, and he's doing his entrance stuff. He gets up on the ring apron. He slips, catches himself, and I don't know what it is, but he just looks at the apron like it's like the apron tried to actually murder him. <laughs> and he's like, "You be careful there." And that was when I knew I would love this man. Forever. <laughs> and it's a real shame because his matches against Rob Van Dam were terrible. Yeah. yeah, it was not a great match, but I loved Cesaro in it. Claudio on the uh, independence, and then maybe, fuck, maybe he could go back to Ring of Honor. Anything's possible. Yeah, could we, uh, quick quick thing, since this call's about to end, because uh, Scotty spent a third of it on his, <laughs> Shut uh, up. On his MJF promo. AEW can make ROH NXT. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. I fucking love yeah. it. So it can take all the people, you know, all the people from the pandemic era that kind of got pushed, like, you know, your Kylan Kings and your fucking Baron Blacks and like that shit. You can just have a whole roster of that. The only problem I ran into is who is going to book it. And I can't think of a single person that won't fuck it up. Adrenaline in my soul. <laughs> I'm ready I to fuck it up. Cody Rhodes. That's, <laughs> yes. that's how that goes. Hey, Tony Khan. Oh, my name's Scotty Moore. I've been booking wrestling longer than you, you fuck. Hire me to book Ring of Honor. At that point, I'd rather, uh, rather him hire Adam Blompier. At least <laughs> people have heard of him. Tony Khan, you need fresh new names nobody has heard of. Bring in me and Blompier. It's the one-two punch. We'll be the uh, Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford of this affair. Book it. Haha, that's a joke about booking booking wrestling, Tony Khan. AEW Revolution's coming up this Sunday, folks. And we've got to make some predictions for it. Uh, and I'm very excited to bring this news to you, Dylan. We get to see Hook live facing QT Marshall. But that means I get to see my favorite boy that beats up people beat up my favorite person to see get beat up. Is this a good time to mention that, like, I'm not hella excited oh, about that? Hook or- fucking rips, dude. I don't care who's across the ring from him. Just let him hook across that ring. Do you need to go... Do you need okay. to go change pants, to- dude? Like... <laughs> It's uncomfortable to listen to you. I'm a hooker. I'm a real hooker. I'm telling you. All right. Up next, we have Chris Statlander versus legit Layla Hirsch, a quietly burning uh, story that's been told where Chris Statlander said Layla Hirsch's. She could see why (laughs) Layla Hirsch's parents uh, left her to be adopted. Yeah, it's really hard for me to not pick the person that got told that they deserve to be adopted. <laughs> that one's really hard for me to take the other side of that. That's... Yeah, but she's a fun alien also, woman. Also, <laughs> he is also, also a fun alien. And she also, doesn't understand uh, our human cultures. To her, that could be a compliment. Hirsch is in, like, the female equivalent of, like, my boy's oh, stable. Yeah. It's my boy. <laughs> I think I, yeah. she, she could be a boy. I don't think boy is gendered. Because yeah, ever since I saw her, I was just like, you are maybe five foot. And yet I'm pretty sure that, like, you outbench some of the dudes. Yeah. Um, we Oh, we all have, uh, me and Blake have a stat for this one. Yeah. Did we even say who, mm. I guess it's just an understood we all chose Hook, right? Yeah, yeah. we all got Hook. <laughs> you don't even know me. You don't oh, fucking even know me. That song's I need a banger, that song though. on my iPod. All right, up next we got Jade Cargill versus Tay Conti, and in any other situation, I would say this is this would be ties. Ty Conti, but no, I, it's Jade. But he has yeah, Jade. No, it's Jade. I don't want it to be. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know who unseats this woman at this point. I'm like, man, we really missed the boat when we didn't have Ruby do it. Yeah, I mean, maybe Ruby could come back later, like have a have a come around. But I mean. Their match wasn't exactly like a banger, so I don't know if it would be anticipated. 
stat maybe stat stat could do it yeah oh yeah play to power versus power yeah, yeah uh up next we have the face of the revolution ladder matchers i call it meat mountain we have got keith lee wardlow powerhouse hobbs ricky starks orange cassidy ethan page or christian cage whoever wins and then ethan page yeah, ethan page and then a i don't know i think i would put christian in this have a veteran have a big ladder match moment, uh, then versus a, t- a. I guess there's already TBD, whoever that might be. TBD, TBD, Care- careful. TBD. I'll never not take that. If you give me the option, I'll always, I'll always. You gamble. remember this who like chanted TBD, and I will laugh very hard if that is the person who is TBD. <laughs> well, if we get there and the whole crowd's like sitting there in anticipation, waiting for like Jeff Hardy's theme to hit, and then you just hear adrenaline in my soul, something, something. The crowd would die, and the whole you would see a whole arena evaporate. Blake, do me a favor. Can can you do me a quick flavor? Can can you Google Samoa Joe ninety days? Oh, <laughs> oh, or it's Cesaro zero days. But I mean, we've made some good points about why Claudio should probably travel the world. Yeah, I think Joe's time is up. I do too. It looks like it. Uh, it is. Yeah. Good. Uh, well, I guess who's yeah. gonna rule Meat Mountain? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got uh, a Samoa Joe, aka TBD. I have got Ricky Starks, who I had pinned the moment this match came up, because uh, I think him and Sammy would be a great fucking rivalry with him touting having the uh, the TNT title. And then, of course, Ricky can bring up having the FTW title and like what real championships mean versus what something like the FTW title means like that could be a fun rivalry. So that's my pick. I, I know I went off again. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I picked Keith Lee because I want to see him toss more boys. I see that big boy toss a boy off a ladder. I want to see that boy hold up two ladders with men on both of them and then throw those ladders at the other two men. I wanted to just like have a scream like in primal rage. Where's the sixth, seventh man riding on Keith Lee's shoulders. He then turns it around into a big bang attack. Oh, and then he, yep, he is, he's winking at the camera. Speaking of winking at the camera, Chris fucking Jericho's fighting Eddie Kingston. And we all, it's Kingston, right? We all pick yeah, Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. I'm pretty sure from this point on, none of us actually will willingly pick Chris Jericho <laughs> for anything. My favorite yeah. part about this rivalry is it's been a bad Chris Jericho rivalry, but we've had someone in the ring there reacting to it with us. So, like, Chris has not changed what he would do in a rivalry at all. And then Eddie's just sitting there like, the fuck's this guy talking about? I just want to fight. Fight me. Damn it. What is this segment? This is. I don't understand this. I don't want to be in this control your whatever kind of shit. But <laughs> I don't want to control my fucking well, narrative. Fuck. I want to win the championship. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't give a fuck about your fear of failure. I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> we, doing this, we doing this New York style. All right. Then we got the triple threat match, which I am beyond. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, <laughs> I want you to know I didn't want to pick them, but I can't come up with a a, a a like finite reason why the belt should be taken off of them after less than three months. Yeah, uh, I I took Red Dragon 
because I was like, well, they're the only team that's not the champ that have not held the championships in this match. And I would really love to see them win here. And then like a series of matches with the Bucks, because that is my favorite. That doesn't, as I always like to say, that doesn't need the titles to be yeah. a thing. Blake, who'd you pick by, uh, <laughs> by, by default? default? By default. Uh, who did you pick whose theme song I'm going to sing along with, despite the fact that everyone hates the Young Bucks? <laughs> I just gotta, it's gotta, it's gotta I've be, never it's gonna been... be double or nothing all over again. It's gonna be yeah. great. It's gonna be great. I've just never been sadder to be sad. I am currently saddled with the Young Bucks right now. I know, right? And that's never where Watch I thought I'd be. 2022, <laughs> that you're being saddled with the Young Bucks. Embarrassment of riches. It's I. It's like I've been given ten billion Russian rubles. <laughs> They're worthless. Uh, up next, arguably the least anticipated match of the night for me: Darby Guevara and Sting versus the Andrade uh, family office. Andrade Hardy family office. Pardon me. It's as soon to just be the Andrade family office. I can't office. wait. Can't wait for them to beat the shit out of him and then have his brother save him. Uh, we all got Sting on this one because this has pretty clear connotations of this is just going to be a feel-good match or maybe where Jeff comes back. It's Sting! <laughs> if every match I get to see Sting in from now on is a feel-good match, just whenever he's wrestling, yeah. I'm okay with that. I did. Really, lately, that's what it's yeah. been. And it's been great. They're just like, so, uh, so who gets, who picks up the, the pin? Sting. Isn't he in his 60s? It's Sting! <laughs> um, oh god. See, the, uh, a couple of days ago... I need Sting to do a moonsault. That's the last thing I need to see <laughs> yeah, in my life. A couple of days ago, it came out that, uh, that this match was changed last minute to, instead of it being Andrade and, uh, Andrade and Hardy versus Sting and Darby, they added Guevara and Isaiah Cassidy. If Jeff is coming in, they probably don't want Matt to look weak by eating a pin. So I'm fairly sure Isaiah was thrown in this match strictly to eat a pin. Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. Good for him. That means we're getting Jeff. Yeah. Uh, up next, Adam Page versus Adam Cole in a battle of the atoms. Wait, we're not gonna. That's that's not the main. We're not we're not ending with that. No, that is the that is the main. But I feel like we got more we could talk about with it. There's richer veins possibly with the other ones. Okay, I mean, yeah, because I mean, we know it's gonna be Adam Page. I'm gonna. It's gonna be a great match. But we're picking it's Adam gonna, Page. Yeah, it's gonna I be. I wonder Adam if Page. this is when they finally do a. Or if they even will do a Bucks return to Page's side. Yes. I'd love that. Because like they teased it a couple of mm -hmm. weeks ago and I was like, that's fucking good. That's why I that's why I'm certain that uh Jurassic Express will win the tag thing. Cause one because like one of them is going to cost the other one the match. That's what I was thinking. And then that's going to lead to yeah. To them hating each other and then finally I guess it would probably be Red Dragon cost the Bucks the match. And then to get revenge later, they stop Red Dragon and then kind of not celebrate, but give Paige a knowing nod to pay two years after their uh, match at Revolution 2020, which I need to watch again. <sighs> we were there for the beginning and we're going to be there for the end, Dylan. It's been a wild ride. Britt Baker is AEW Women's Champion coming to an end. How do you feel? Fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Emphatic words from the Dylan. I can't tell you how underwhelming this entire reign has been from like a technical standpoint because you're aware of it and you just try to ignore it because of your blind blind love for this i adore Britt baker but i will say the only match tonight on dynamite that i kind of just ignored was the Britt baker tag match (laughs) name your favorite name your favorite match from Britt baker's reign that wasn't the one with hikaru shida fuck well then you broke me didn't you 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 broke me because you brought up the shit probably the riho ones were pretty decent there's been two above average Britt Baker matches. Look, it's it's coming to an end. Don't shoot me while I'm down, man. Don't be punching down is, at this. No, no, no. I, I had to be here for the beginning of, of this. Now I have to be here for the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It all comes That's- back around, asshole. Once again, I salute you because it is time. I fucking... We've been calling it for months now. I've never, I will never cheer. Uh, well, uh, no, I might, but I, I will be so happy. I'll be like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, we got Danielson versus Moxley, and I'm the odd one out here. I think Danielson's going to whoop that want ass. you guys to know. No, no, he's the odd one out. Yeah, no, I need you to know. Just hear me out. My heart was torn on this. Oh yeah, you're Yeah, I know. It's your, it's your two favorite. Yeah, I know. You you picked your actual favorite wrestler. It's fine. We understand. I didn't pick my favorite wrestler. I picked no, who I thought was going to no, win. No, when you say this, you're confirming who your favorite wrestler is between these two. And then when the other wrestler listens back, they will know you have slided them. Both of these wrestlers don't give a shit about me and never will. It's fine. <laughs> the wrestler that wins is going to be very upset you said that. Uh, no, I picked Mox because I think that uh, Mox like really, really needs this right now, and I really need this for Mox right now. And also, I do just kind of smug Daniel Bryan is or Bryan Danielson is somebody who I do love to see get punched in the face. Mm-mm. I want to see him. If that makes any I sense. I want to see him beat that ass. I want to see him fully see decimate John Moxley in a technical fashion. Moxley gets a comeback and then one of the students of the House of Violence Brian is trying to get comes in, costs Mox the match, they beat the shit out of him and then Mox aligns with them or some shit. I don't know. I just know Dan- That's the most WWE <laughs> bullshit you've ever ever pitched on this you go sit in timeout you go sit in timeout with that bullshit no you're done you're done put the mic down you're i'm done. sorry i'm gonna have to put you on the other side of the rant room for this and one, then Scotty. cody rhodes yeah. comes out and he's gonna have a, a sparkler in his you're hand going to be alone with me in this house if you want to return to alabama in one piece i thought you were just gonna stop at you are alone (laughs) and that would have been the most ominous shit i've ever heard in my life i had to make it creepy too (laughs) i know that's the only way i can reach you talk to you on your wavelength all right then on to punk versus mjf I think after tonight, it's got to be Punk. I think tonight was my was my big turning point of what this match was because it, MJF did very good to convince me that he was the protagonist of this story. And then tonight, it kind of reminded me like, oh, wait a minute. No, 
CM Punk is the hero of this story, and now he is not going against a fan he slighted. He is going against the negativity and hatred that he caused. He is literally fighting back a, a metaphorical version of the pain he has caused in this world. And I'm like, nah, he got he's got to win against that. Then, uh, no, I actually I meant to do this earlier, but I wanted to change mine to Punk. Oh, I was going to say, I, I was going to assume your decision to choose MJF was the fact that every time we've tried to go against MJF, he's managed to somehow fucking win. I I do understand that. He has a very good, like, track record for fucking us specifically, so he might actually win now, just because of our energy. No, honestly, I would love if, uh, like, because the whole point of punk's promo a couple of weeks ago was that mjf got to where he was because of his reliance on the ring and the reliance on wardlow and all that i want wardlow to kind of act as the barrier of any of that happening so stopping anyone from possibly interfering in this match and then max actually winning would be really nice i think that would kind of pay well with the promos that have been cut at this point but no i think punk punk all the way Punk day, punk day now. I can talk about this fucking rivalry all day, y'all. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I, it re- that could be a subject of a high class wrestling all in its it own. It really could. One of my favorite like comparisons I've made in my mind about one of the moments of this uh, is you remember that scene in the new Suicide Squad movie where they go through that whole village and murder everyone in cold blood before getting to the front and realizing they were all just like normal people that's gotta be how cm punk felt after cutting this whole promo about beating the shit out of a man and tying a dog collar to his neck and the next week realizing oh no i left the sad bullied jew boy i'm really surprised that they haven't also you know brought on the the thing of uh cm cm punk hasn't brought on the thing of like i can't like i like he didn't circle back around to I couldn't get better at the place that was making me sick yeah and there wasn't another place for me back then so I went home at uh, which point Max could be like well there was still Ring of Honor and all that but whatever there wasn't <laughs> I was. <laughs> there's not anymore because Tony Khan bought him what'd you boys learn this week I learned that oh. we should never let you just talk unopposed <laughs> I learned that I should uh, talk unopposed more often. <laughs> All right. This is Scotty Moore show. <laughs> fight, <laughs> fight Moe's. That's what it's fight called next Mo's. week. The Fight Moe's, because Blake and I aren't going to be here. I learned that I am now the unofficial referee for the rant chamber because that seems to be all the two of you fuckers do. <laughs> Blake is currently watching a battle between a pot and a kettle. He's a he's just a much smaller pot because I've heard the Blake rants. <laughs> they do exist. Uh, they do exist. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter, Dr. Vidya on YouTube, blah, 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 blah. You can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S C O T T Y E M O. Check out all the other podcasts from Fun Fiction to the Weird, the actual play TTRPG podcast where I play a super cool spy who hunts ghosts and shit. And you can find that at jointheweird.com. Special thanks to Mega Ran for our theme song of Fighters. Go check out Mega Ran. Go check out his music and go uh, 
just like in, enjoy him and all of his art that he puts out in the universe after you get finished like waiting around with the, in the trash with us. And as always, you can find us at a load of purebs.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boy Show Sinclair. Actually, don't fucking do that. Because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life. <laughs>